Hello everyone, welcome to the Pops Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be telling you guys about the 8 best Netflix stand-up comedy specials that I liked, that I loved actually. And by best, obviously it's in my opinion because you may not necessarily like them, but I really hope you do because when I watched them, they cracked me up. And it, when if you do stick around and decide that you want to watch them, I really hope you enjoy them too. So let's kick things off with the first one, Being Inside by Bob Burnham. Um, while most of us spent our lockdowns last year, lockdowns and school shutdowns, probably resting, wasting time, or doing other things which weren't particularly productive, Bob Burnham spent his time writing, directing, starring in and co- composing, and editing this blick yet quite hilarious bit of comedy called Inside and in this one he really surpassed himself because I'm sure you've heard of the guy you know he's the kind of guy who makes comedy while singing in it I mean he's not actually the kind of guy he's the only guy who does that and it's really lovely in Make Happy he surpassed himself but in Inside he surpassed himself even more because he came with self-deprecating humor and the catchy tunes in it, they're really something else. And yeah, in it he went really, really dark um, about his feelings, his view on the current woke society, and he talked about his white savior complex to cancel culture, toxic masculinity, depression, global economic inequalities, and yeah, you know the rest, yeah, he, he talked about that, but in a really comedic way. I mean, he didn't actually talk about it, he sang about it, but that's what made it even funnier. So I really hope you do decide to watch it, and I hope you love it. The second one on my list is called Right Now, it's by Aziz Ansari. It came this year um, after a couple of sexual harassment allegations were made against him. I'm not sure if they stuck or not, maybe I'll look into it later. But yeah, in this right now, the the fact that it came after that, and yet he still found a way to be confident, get on stage, and also the fact that he worked with with his camera crew so greatly, because they managed to get this close up and really personal view of him, physically speaking and also metaphorically because he presented his jokes in a way that were in sync with the way the camera crew was working it's hard to describe you just gotta watch it and you'll understand what i'm saying and so yeah that first that made it perfect and yeah the fact that he also presented his takes on many of the current social trends he talked mostly about the me too controversy and not in a misogynistic kind of way so if you're easily offended don't worry he 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 presented his jokes in a lightly kind of manner so yeah i really hope you decide to watch right now and i hope you love it the third one on my list is by a guy you already probably know and love and maybe even follow very much his name is Trevor Noah, um, and this stand-up is called Afraid of the Dark. Uh, first of all, I gotta say, I really, really love Trevor Noah. I love the way he presents his jokes in a clean way, because m- most other comedians, 
they make good jokes about many different things but every once in a while in their during their shows they insert dirty jokes maybe because they think it'll make things funnier and maybe sometimes it does and it doesn't that's not the point point is Trevor Noah can go on a show and last for like an hour 30 minutes and or two hours but he delivers without making a single dirty joke and he still riles up a whole crowd of like 5,000 or 50,000 people so yeah that's really admirable and in this comedy of his a stand-up uh, afraid of the dark he He, he makes it really funny by telling his coming to America story and in it he portrays he portrays an array of accents many of his accents he loves doing that impressions of many different accents I really love when he does that by the way because he's really really good at it and yeah in this one he also finds a way to make people laugh about serious political matters without actually getting them angry That's also another talent he has that few other comedians have. And so yeah, when you maybe you've already watched it, but if you haven't, please do watch Afraid of the Dark. It's really great. I swear you'll love it. I'm pretty sure you'll love it, so please give it a chance and watch it. The first one on my list is A Speck of Dust by Sarah Silverman. You probably already know her as the as the voice actress who voiced Vanellope von Schwitz in Wreck-It Ralph and in its second installment, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And so yeah, in this, uh, first of all, if you've watched her stand-up comedies, you know that she's known mostly for her explicit sense of humor and her ability to joke about pretty much everything that's offensive from like the Jewish Holocaust to sexual assault and AIDS and all kinds of things with and somehow find a way to make crowds laugh at those offensive jokes but in this in this aspect of dust Silverman found a way to okay she seemed to have matured a bit in her routine you know relaxing into a more conversational tone and leaving behind the sharp one-liners and playing the long game with running jokes that touch on intimate life moments and that actually make people sort of feel good about themselves instead of feeling offended and brushing it off with a laugh anyway so yeah um, a speck of dust it was pretty funny to me and please watch it although if you if you're easily triggered by okay actually I'd be giving spoilers if I said that but you know if you know you're the kind of person that's easily offended I'd advise you to not watch this one specifically but yeah also if, if you think you can try and handle it please do watch it the fifth one on my list is lobby baby by Seth Meyers and I gotta say the most noteworthy thing about his new Netflix special maybe that there's a sort of skip Trump jokes button that you can use at any time you need an out but actually most of the laughs in it aren't political in fact Mayers gets real about parenting and the disastrous birth story of his first child where his wife went into labor in the lobby of their building and then he went on mining the humor from the most ridiculous happenings of his everyday life and he brings his trademark charisma and, and charm to the stage 
but his comedy seems most at ease when he's directing it at himself you know he he makes fun of himself more than he does of other things which is not a thing he does often but yeah in this one he did it and it was actually really lovely so please watch it i guarantee you'll have a laugh and the sixth on my list is elder millennial by elisa schlesinger um so in this one what she did it was mostly educative but only educative to men she loves doing the, doing it in her in her stand-ups but in this one she really went in deep in educating men of course in a funny way not in a condescending kind of way although some some jokes were condescending but they were still jokes so if you're a guy don't don't feel offended you'll still laugh i swear and yeah she, she also managed to get her digs in at everyone you know like cracking jokes about society's insistence on women finding husbands you know having babies concealing their inner she dragons so yeah it's a nice bit of feminist humor but that's also mixed with this kind of victorian seriousness yeah it really made it nice if you do decide to watch it i hope you love it as much as i did and that you laugh as much or hopefully even more than i did the seventh on my list is kid gorgeous at radio city by john mulaney and yeah in, in this it's a 2k18 comedy special and in this one he doubles down in his self-effacing humor because the guy is still a tall you know lanky baby-faced kind of bro who likes mostly to rip on himself and point out the blatantly baffling norms of society like many other comedians have been doing uh, but in this one he did it on a much bigger stage and he found a way to make his jokes even funnier and in this special Malini eviscerates pretty much everything you know school assemblies aging manners church with his with his penitent good humor charm yeah because the jokes he made i found that if they had been made by someone else in a different tone they would have, they wouldn't have been as likable as they were with his tone and especially his physique it particularly makes him funny i don't know if if you know the guy i uh, i don't know if you share the same opinion but that's what i think and around the end he also manages to wade into the tricky political arena with horse comparisons and the refusal to name a certain orange-haired president and yeah he it was all just funny i won't be giving any spoilers but i really advise you to watch it although this one it will really really crack you up so i tell you to put it on your netflix list and keep it for a sad day when you'll be sad you'll want to watch it because it will cheer you up and the eighth and last one on my list is by none other than the goat in my view he's really the greatest of all time dave chappelle it's called the age of spin and i find that it's really difficult to miss dave chappelle while trying to skim through netflix comedy offerings and everything because this guy he's just really really phenomenal although depending on who you ask his previous two specials 
equanimity and the bird revelation um, some would say they're either additional examples of his brilliance in comedy or signs of a celebrity rushing to maintain his cultural relevance in a world that's sort of leaving him behind I mean he's 60 now I think 60 61 or 62 but I still really find him funny and in this one the age of spin of course if you know the guy you know he really offends people very much he especially offends gay people a lot um, trans people in general he offends the LGBTQ community a lot like with no reserve and in this one it shouldn't be any surprise to you that he really really doubled down on offending them and since I'm not really part of the community I don't know wasn't offended and I found his jokes funny although if you go on Twitter you'll find that there are people in the community who also found his jokes funny because by offended I don't mean he actually has anything against the people like he hates them he doesn't he just makes jokes in a way that offends the really woke ones but they're jokes which aren't particularly offensive to this or that part of the of the community so yeah uh, you'll find his brilliance really funny and the way he just got crowds to really cheer up for him i really love that about the age of spin and I'd also tell uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you to keep this one for a sad day too, just like Kid Gorgeous at Radio City for John Mulaney. And on a sad day, just watch the both of them, and I swear you'll forget all your problems. So yeah, this was it for today. If you loved this episode, please share my podcast to your friends and family. And if they love it please encourage them to share it to others too. So yeah, I hope you like this episode. I wish you a nice evening. Goodbye.